Welcome back, listeners, to another production of Go Be Wyoming. On this episode, we are covering uh, Wyoming State News. Uh, today is November 10th, so some of this might be backdated here by the time you are listening. Um, Zach, we've got some, I think, some interesting stuff. Some, Again, we got some wild stories uh, over the mountain in that Teton area, but uh, yes. <laughs> let's get right into it. Um in uh, kind of political news, I, I can't believe we didn't really talk about this before, um, but in Green River, um, what's this guy's this gentleman's name? He's the first libertarian uh, to win, you know, a state house seat. Um, yeah. And this article says in the whole U.S. Um, yep, since two thousand two. Yeah, yeah. Marshall yeah, um, Marshall Burt. Yes. So libertarians live and well. Yeah, uh, by nine points it looks like <laughs> nine point winner. <laughs> yeah, um, that is that is pretty fun. Um, yeah, we're um, trying to see what else. Yeah, first time since two thousand two. Um, uh, let's see, it was one of two. No, let's see. He defeated um who was who did he run against uh ran against the democrat it said yeah they just calling him blake who is his first name um stan blake anyway. representative stan blake okay stan blake um so uh yeah that is a very a very close race um <laughs> very very close oh. I think it's just good to mention, you know, as as I, right. I align very libertarian, so it's awesome to see the first one since 2002 is here in Wyoming, out there in Green yeah. River. Um, yeah, definitely. Let's see. Let's cover some funny stuff first. Uh, I wouldn't say this is funny, but um, that Idaho man yeah. <laughs> trying <laughs> trying to fry some chickens <laughs> in Yellowstone. Oh. <laughs> uh, Oh yeah, yeah. Um, where where was so an Idaho man um, blacklisted by Yellowstone National Park after trying to cook chickens in the hot springs um, of the off-limits thermal uh, area? Um, so let's see. They were alerted on August seventh um, of people hiking towards the Shoshone Geyser Basin, uh, which is the park's largest geyser region. Uh, with cooking pots. <laughs> um, That's not suspicious and, at all. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> a subsequent investigation revealed two whole birds in a burlap sack resting in a hot spring with cookware nearby. <laughs> um, uh, they've had to pay a $1,200 fine. Um, and... Uh, Let's see, they'll serve two years of unsupervised probation. Um, but yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I guess he's not the first to grill food in a geyser, though. Uh, in oh. 2001, a Seattle TV host was fined after digging an impromptu barbecue pit in a thermal area to demonstrate how natural he could cook chicken. Um, so maybe that's where he got the inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. 
Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do, man. If you wanna, you wanna cook some chicken. Yeah. I guess. I guess you know. You and I talked a couple weeks ago about um, a young child that fell into one of the um, yeah. hot springs and got burnt pretty badly. So it's like, come on, guys, just, let's use your brains a little bit. <laughs> just, uh, just open up, and so these people aren't coming out to our national parks to do stupid stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, all right, let's cover, uh, let's talk about the overpass. Um, the Wyoming Game and Fish um, kind of had an article about, you know, people have brought up uh, wildlife overpasses. Um, it, obviously, the, the biggest the biggest problem with these wildlife overpasses is uh, they're a big ticket item. Um, you know, one overpass would be $20 million. Um, and you obviously can't use traffic, you know, for these overpasses, you know, it's a wildlife overpass. So, um, that's kind of the biggest hurdle that this article from the game and fish was talking about is, you know, that's a big price tag to do. Um, however, on the flip side is I thought this was fascinating is if, if they look at GPS collars and the tracking of the immigration of the animal wildlife overpasses are over 90% effective. Um, so I'm like, well, dang, like if, if there is an area that, you know, really, really needs it, I can see it being worth it. Now, the problem is we're coming into a budget deficit yeah. where a $20 million project is probably not on the table right now, but. Yeah, no, I didn't know about the, uh, the tracking to, kind of justify where they would build these mm -hmm. um i i remember a couple of years ago when they were talking about making them i think in california and people were just like what <laughs> like what? <laughs> it's like those deer aren't gonna use that you know but so I, that's really cool to see um definitely would minimize a lot of you know collisions and on the road um i wonder if they would put those over like county roads too um, you know, or maybe like the two lane highways that we have, um, instead right. of just the interstate. So, well, one solution the game and fish did mention is if there's already an existing, you know, like say highway overpass, you could try and use that first, you know, so we don't necessarily have to build, um, a new brand new overpass. Um, interesting. You know, the question then is, well, is that, would we continue to use that for roads or like we just building on to it? Like what's right. the, so, yeah. but I mean, I mean, it is a good point, right? You know, if there's already an existing overpass or like say an old uh, railroad or something, I guess you could use that. Yeah. Right. So, right. Um, so kind of, it was kind of interesting. I think it was kind of a cool, like still a possibility, but still, you know, the price tag, it just doesn't make sense unless you know, it's going to be worthwhile. For sure. Um, before we get to those last three, Zach, um, so the University of Wyoming, uh, they're looking to increase tuition. <laughs> and uh, here are my thoughts. Um, first, it's got they're they're taking input from the public. I should say that first. So it's not a done deal. And and really, this came from the university administration. Um, you take that with what you be. Um, they want to increase it by about 4%. Um, my comment is, is this after or before they reinstate those 40 to 80 positions that they laid off 
in that $42 million budget cut that they made. Mm. Yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm not no businessman, but what you just laid off about a hundred people, yeah. you know, um, I don't know. This, it's just, I, the university drives me nuts sometimes. Cause it's just like, I get it. Like, I guess you're trying to, I don't know. Like, I guess they're, they must be hurting that bad. Um, what's your take on this? Yeah. I mean, it's typical, uh, you know, MSU raises their tuition every year. Um, so I, I think they raised it again this year with in, you know, in the face of COVID. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and then I think it's silly for UW to do this when they've really only been in school, like in person for about a month. Um, yeah. so I don't it's, I don't know, I'm glad to see that the, you know, they're taking public comments on it. So they're not just, you know, uh, just deciding unilaterally in the legislature to do that. But um, yeah. And we've talked about it. Like, I, they do all these scholarships for out-of-state kids. They get the Hathaway from Wyoming kids. And then you're going to increase tuition. Like yeah. what, like you're telling me you can't run your university with all this kind of known income. Right. I think that tells you a little bit about how you're running yourself as a university. Yeah. But I don't know. We're in such a world that the, the universities kind of can dictate whatever they want to do, you know, which right. is sad. Um, anyways, we'll see what the public says and how they, you know, and, and honestly, you know, we'll see how the legislation goes because the legislation, shoot, they could freaking say no more Hathaway. You know, yeah. all that income is gone. We've got to use that for our, you know, um, which the state can do, by the way. Um, <laughs> do I think they should do that? No, but no. Yeah. I but, I would kind of threaten the university there because it's like, gosh dang, man. Like, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Okay. Jackson Hole is going downhill. Don't go to Jackson Hole. <laughs> uh, and hey, weren't they in the summer? Weren't they part of the like defund the police stuff out there? Wasn't that Jackson Hole? Huh? I don't. I didn't see that. Hmm. Or did they just have an incident where? Anyways, I'm trying to. We'd have to go dig it. But because because yeah. this story makes me like, I don't know. Now they're in a loop of like, but you don't want the police, but they're not doing their job, but. So in Jackson Hole, there have been a couple complaints these last couple weeks. Uh, now, I hate this article. Whoever this reporter is, complete idiot. Um, <laughs> they call him a prowler. Even though he's been sneaking into people's homes and touching women inappropriately and watching them through the window. He's a prowler. He's not a predator. Come on. He's a predator. Freaking reporters, man. It's like, what? Yeah. And it's, and it's quote-unquote possible prowler. No, there are multiple complaints from multiple women that this has happened. Oh, just report. Do your job. Um, yeah. Anyways, uh, obviously the Jackson police, they are uh, upping their foot traffic in the area um, where this has happened. Um what is wild to me, Zach, is this happened back in 13 and 14 in the same area, and they never caught the guy. Wow. 
Wow. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In August 2013, at least three women reported waking up to find a stranger in their homes. Um, in the two cases, victims said the man was touching them inappropriately. Um, yeah. Up here, where does it say? They are, um, he's breaking into homes, peeking into windows, crawling into their beds late at night, touching them inappropriately. Also, they're noting that all these houses are unlocked. Um, so lock your doors, people. <laughs> yeah. Um, but wow. Yeah. And it, uh, yeah, I'm glad that, you know, the police department's like, yeah, hey, you guys, you guys start locking your doors, you know, shut your, shut your blinds, you know, um, women kind of like, you know, you guys got, you know, if you're alone, like take precautions for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, as a big second amendment person, it's like, how about you get a handgun? You know, because yep. I like I'm I'm curious, like, how did these women get the dude out of their house? Like what? Yeah. Like he's he's kind of just being a, a pervert, really, if he like if, really? anyways, but um wild. Um so Jackson Hole, man, I uh <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm staying away from there. I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah. Um it's yeah. a matter of time, like they've got to catch this guy. I I would right. think. Um, oh man but i want to echo what you said too buy a gun (laughs) i mean learn how to use it um buy a gun yeah that goes for more than just this situation but yeah (laughs) um well and 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 now i'll say like knock on wood like thankfully he hasn't like attempted to hurt anyone yet right right but it's like at some point like he's probably going to like you know, I mean, three people, three women this year, and then three, you know, a couple of years ago. If it's the same now, if it's the same guy, if it's not the same guy, then holy crap, Jackson Hole's like, yeah, what are you guys doing over there? <laughs> um, yeah, like, and I don't know, like, I have four dogs, like, get a dog, like, at least it would wake you up, yeah. like, if he's coming into your house or something, like, shoot, yeah. Um, anyways, I will say one thing. I feel bad for the the police department there because there's like a group that's like saying like they're not doing their job and it's like, mm-hmm. like come like yeah because that's exactly how you want your police officers to feel is like they suck and it's like they're yeah. trying to catch this guy, right? Yeah, they're they're upset because the police department isn't sharing all the information, but it's like imagine if they release the information and that yeah. person who's been doing it just goes into hiding for another three years, you know. Yeah. I'm I, to me, it's like they. I think they've given you enough. You know, lock your doors. You know, mo- most of the houses he's breaking into were not locked. So, first yep. step: lock your lock your lock your house up. Yep. Take precautions. You know, be with other people. Close your binds. Um, yep. Report any weird guy following you around in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. To me, it's like that's plenty enough information for me. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know which the country's seeing this weird like the police suck and it's like the police are human like i mean they they can only do the best that they can do anyways but yeah um talk about this one in uh, oh yeah this was an interesting one i was looking for some more stories this morning too um (laughs) but this was a uh let's see when did this happen early sunday morning um uh, 4.30 in the morning, officers responded to a report of a stabbing in the parking lot of the Glenrock High School. Um, the first officer there found a stabbing victim, the suspect, and witnesses. Um, the suspect 
um, was taken to the Converse County Detention Center, charged with aggravated assault and battery. Um, the victim was treated on the scene. Um, and I don't think, they don't mention if he's, I think he's recovering or, you know, isn't in bad shape, but um, they think that it was a, um, a verbal disagreement uh, that became physical. So um, everyone involved was, were adults and it wasn't, didn't involve the high school or any students or school activity too. So that's, that's good. Um, but yeah, it's <laughs> just crazy. Uh, 4.30 in the morning, you know, like we said last week, there was something, um, uh, well, we were talking about um, the mayor and his emailing, but, um, yeah. you know, <laughs> go to bed after midnight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing good ever happens after midnight. <laughs> yeah. This sounds like it was like an old, like these people are like stuck in the glory days, like, because uh, he's, the suspect's 35. Yeah. Maybe at the, because it was in the high school parking lot. <laughs> Maybe at the high school parking lot and we're going to, that's what it sounds like. Yeah uh because there's like multiple witnesses so it's kind of like is this like a fight club like what's going on right here? yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez. i wonder if it was maybe like uh maybe like um a road raid incident or something maybe they pull into the parking lot there and then they start exchanging words and then someone gets sure. stabbed but that's probably the more logical explanation. <laughs> yeah. um what's the talk about this sundance what's this one here yeah, so this was another interesting one. Um, a local man arrested on Thursday before he could carry out a plan to shoot an employee within the Crip County Courthouse. Um, it looks like somebody in the in the shooter's house, he didn't shoot, but in the suspect's house was uh, reported to the sheriff's office that he, would, he had a gun, he was really mad and said he was going to the courthouse to shoot someone. Um, he got a letter from the courthouse, I think. Um, yeah, received a letter from the courthouse the witness didn't know who it was from, um, but after reading, the suspect um, became angry and stated he was going to the courthouse to shoot someone. Um, what was interesting was the cops like showed up, blocked off his driveway, tried to call the house, tried to call him, um, and didn't get an answer, so they called the witness, um, and they said, yeah, he's left, and then around like an hour later, he shows back up at his house, and they didn't know he was at the house, <laughs> and then, uh, where was it? Um, so then somebody got, was able to get a hold of him, uh, and then they turned him over to the police on the phone, and he was able, he came out and surrendered. And, um, so thankfully, nobody got hurt. Yeah. Um, but Again, yeah. kind of talking on that, the Jackson Hole thing is, you know, a witness called and said, hey, he, he, he has a gun, he's very upset, you, you know, um, yeah, you know, if you see something like that, you know, we, you know, um, most of the time, this is a situation where I think the sheriff's department did a great job. Hey, we're, you know, we're just here to talk to you. You know, we don't want you to hurt. Like, this is a prime example of, you know, they can do their job and they can, they can um, de-escalate the situation. Um, right. I'm curious what the letter is. Like, what, what made him so upset? Right. Yeah. Uh, this article doesn't say. Huh. Yeah, it didn't say, but they're probably um, not going to share that. Probably. Yeah. Um, man, some wild stuff going on. Um, here's here's our last thing. I think I think this is interesting, Zach, and we're probably going to see this more if more and more people start moving to Wyoming. Um, so Natrona County 
they're going to have an interesting month and a half here. They've had almost 2,000 complaints to the county assessor's evaluation of the, the property taxes. Um, I'm just curious to see how it pans out. You know, the county commissioners are like, well, here's the deal. You know, all these 2,000 people have to show up, right, yeah. for us to take in person. And the quote was kind of like, 50-50, half the time these people don't show up, which I'm like, that's probably true. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I didn't like, though, that they were kind of like, you know, an answer to somebody was like, you know, I, I'm complaining about my evaluation because it's gone up, like double or whatever. Yeah. And the response from a county, the Natrona County uh, uh, official was, well, we've had it undervalued for the last couple of years. So you've really been lucking out. And so we're backtracking. I did not like that response because uh, mm -hmm. that's not how this works. You don't just all of a sudden, just because you've been doing a terrible job, terrible time at your job, that all of a sudden the taxpayers are hurt on this. Um, right. So I did not like that quote out of this article. However, it, it'll be, you know, I, it, I don't know what these properties are. You know, there was mentioned that some of it's like vacant property, you know, stuff hasn't been happened to it in a long time. You know, I don't know, but, but very, yeah. very interesting. For sure. Well, and like you said, the they said that they didn't raise taxes. They re-stratified and brought things into uh, into statistical compliance. What is that like? You, you just, for years, you guys have just been neglecting or just giving people a break, maybe. And yeah. now all of a sudden, you're like, oh no, we're gonna fall it to a T. Um, <laughs> it's I don't know. I don't understand that statistical compliance. <laughs> Well, and it's like you, you don't feel that it's necessary to put that on a ballot. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or and maybe you know, and maybe this will. Like, you know, who knows? 2,000 complaints. I mean, shoot, you, there could be more. For um, sure. Yeah. It says they haven't been reevaluated in a number of years. So you just, without informing the property owners, just went ahead and reevaluated. Like, that again, that should have been brought up. That should have been made known long before you were going to go and start reevaluating the property so yeah yeah something to keep an eye on um again that we we talk about this know what's going on at the local level um you know i think natrona county all those residents now are probably hammering those county commissioners they're obviously hammering the count the the assessor and this you know the uh the the clerk's office um this is why it's important because I'm assuming the, these evaluations were a lot. If you're getting 2,000 complaints, yeah, people are pissed, right? Like, yeah, <laughs> this year mine went up, but it wasn't. I, you know, did the math. And I'm like, okay, it just went up just a little. So I was like, okay, that's fine. But I, you know, if I was gonna file a complaint, it must have been something like outrageous. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, anyways, we'll keep an eye on that in Toronto County. Um, that's kind of all we have for state news, Zach. Kind of some funky stuff, some weird stuff. Yep.
Welcome back, guys. Today is November 15th. This is a little update. Uh, Zach and I wanted to give you guys an update uh, before we release the state news segment. Um, over the weekend, um, a lot has kind of happened since we recorded last Tuesday. We kind of recorded earlier, but uh, um, I think Zach and I are going to discuss. We might maybe need to do two state newses or something with kind of how things move so quickly now. But anyways, um, Zach, thanks for jumping on, and let's cover... Uh, the governor, Governor Mark Gordon, released some more funds out of the CARES Act to kind of briefly talk about those two funds he released over the week. Yeah, so we've got the uh, Energy Rebound Program. Um, this is aimed at getting kind of energy, oil, gas workers back to work. Um, and then we've got, uh, so that's $15 million uh, going to the Energy Rebound Program. And then there's $10 million to uh, medical professionals. Um, so we'll cover this uh, energy rebound program. This is coming from the governor's office. Um, again, like I said, $15 million um, to provide business relief targeted towards drilled, um, but uncompleted oil and gas wells. Um, wells that were unable to be recompleted and plugging and abandoned projects uh, could not be finished due to the impacts of COVID-19. So those kind of fall under um, who can receive these funds. Mm -hmm. um, Let's see, the funds will have a direct impact on Wyoming's employment rate, which is good. Like, you, you know, we've been talking about oil and gas has been down. Um, and from the last time we looked, there was only, I think, four drills running mm -hmm. or four, four rigs running. Right. Um, so uh, let's see here. Um, so those funds can go towards hiring crews, um, you know, housing, uh, kind of stuff like that. Uh, water acquisition, ordering of supplies and equipment for drilling and recompletions and plugging and abandonment activities. Um, so let's see, just trying to find a couple other little things here, but um, it, it's, it's awesome to see, um, you know, I think we would have maybe liked to see something like this come a little bit sooner, but again, just the way that the COVID uh, relief and the CARES Act funds have had to come out, um, this is what we're getting. So yeah and we'll zach I, I imagine throughout this coming week so the week of the 16th there's going to be a little bit more information on you know who can apply you know the uh certain criteria you know i i think the governor's office has done a great job and then paw who kind of released it first they did kind of really make it clear this isn't just going out to like me like i'm in the oil and gas industry i, I can't just go get half a mil it's it's for people that you were drilling a well, you got caught in it, and you've got kind of this idle well. You know, it's it, this is used to either you're plugging it or you're gonna finish it. So, anyways, we'll we'll kind of cover it. And I agree. You know, we would have liked to have seen it sooner, but um, you, you know, anything right now is better than nothing. Um, and yeah. uh, so, uh, uh, talk a little bit about this uh, medical personnel. I think I thought this was perfect timing. Uh, he did it right before his briefing, and we'll kind of talk about that. But talk about this $10 million into that. Um, it sounds like it's kind of like hiring extra personnel if we can get them. Yeah. Um, so we've got, like we said, $10 million um, to bring additional medical personnel to the state to alleviate the strain on hospitals. Um, so the Department of Health has teamed up with the Wyoming Hospital Association. Um, let's see, as of November 10th, um, there were a record 178 current hospitalizations, 
um, due to COVID-19. Um, just to kind of put that in perspective, last month there were only 56. So it's, it's more than doubled. Um, let's see here. Um, you know, it, 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 you're right. It's kind of coming right at the time where we uh, are going to need this. I think we're, you know, like we've been reporting, there's been uh, an uptick in cases and it's been on the rise. Um, it's been on the rise in all the states around us too. So the more kind of help we can get um, and the more we can kind of ease that burden, um, uh, you know, that it, that's huge. So, um, yeah, and I think, you know, he did talk about this in his briefing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it's, that's pretty self-explanatory. Like that, that is exactly what it's, what it's for is to yeah. help get more personnel here if we can. Um, yeah. You know, to for alleviate. Sure. To, yeah. So, um, yeah, you, you have people who are going to be able to focus on COVID, but then you're also going to have people who are overburdened with COVID who can help mm -hmm. the other cases coming in too. So yeah, it's, that's huge. Yeah. Um, so kind of, you know, those are two really good things, you know, uh, I wanted to, you know, a message to the governor is I think he's doing a good job. I think he shouldn't feel the stress that he's feeling. Um, and we're going to talk about his briefing, um, uh, you know, give no ground. I think we're doing, yeah, we're seeing major spikes, you know, in cases, but the thing is, you know, yeah, and the hospitalizations have gone up, but um, I think we're doing okay. You know, he did say, you know, we're not overwhelmed yet, you know, and 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 so, um, so let's, I'll, I'll kind of jump into the briefing, Zach, you know, the kind of good segue. Um, he started off, um, how do I put this in a nice way? I mean, he was really scolding the, the public a little bit. Um, in regards to wearing masks and trying not to get into into large gatherings, um, yeah. you know, um, I agree with him in the sense that if you're going to go to a large place, you know, it'd be nice if you're wearing a mask. Um, however, um, you know, Zach, you and I have said this. You know, if you are in that in that age group, though, that you're high susceptible to getting it or you are sick or something like that's like you also need to take precautions as well you know it's it's not just on me that i may not have it or i'm asymptomatic right because but anyway, now you know he's getting now the governor's trying to get on the guy the people that are just not taking any precautions at all and i understand that so that's kind of how he started it off zach um so that's kind of where he's at is he's getting a lot of pressure and we've already seen it. Almost all the county health officials want a mask mandate. Um, and he talked a little bit about that. Um, one thing, Zach, as we were talking, we just talked about hospitalization rate in our neighboring states having um, increases. You're in Bozeman. You're probably seeing increases. <laughs> one thing, reporters didn't ask the governor so he he claimed, you know, Colorado, Montana, South Dakota, Utah, they are sending us people to our hospitals. Okay, that's fine. You know, I'm not, uh, don't get me wrong, I don't want us to not treat them. One of my questions was, uh, is that getting counted in our hospitalization rate then? Because you're getting people from out of state into our state, into our system, 
so that's and and, and again it's like i don't want to lose my humanity and say turning people away and say we can't you're not from here so we're not going to treat you but don't don't give me this um scolding you know is, is what the governor was giving and say we have 50 people from all those states in our count so it's like well hold on a second you know um that needs to be discussed because then it's again I, I i don't think we should do this because that's not the right thing to do but if 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 more than half or a big percentage are coming from out of state that's not okay we need to protect our people of our state so that was my number one question was and no one asked him in the press conference which i was kind of like hold on if he's claiming all our neighboring states are sending people to our hospitals we need to know how many people that is yeah um, and then um it was interesting he mentioned sweden and herd immunity and it was very it was really awkward he said there are two ways to get there and then he kind of never said what are the two ways um and then no one re no one really asked him that either and it was kind of like so d does the governor want us to go to herd immunity, herd immunity or are we not attempting that? Um, and then a follow-up on that is, right, is are we are we recounting people that have already been tested multiple times, right? Because <laughs> yeah, then that would help our herd immunity. So yeah, um, that was interesting. You know, the, um, the next was, and Zach, you and I have talked about this, is, you know, I'll support the governor and whatever he wants to do. Give me some numbers. You know, what what is yeah. what is his, you know, cut marker of mask mandate or we're going back to phase one or phase two. Right. Um, and um, he was asked this probably twice or three times. Um, he mentioned something about White House numbers, uh, which I'm like, I don't think that's prevalent to Wyoming you know we're one of the smallest populated states um yeah he he did throw out you know 3,000 cases in a day um but I've been watching the cases Zach we hit that mark two weeks ago mm -hmm. and and I I honestly think Zach we're gonna see this week and next week and I'm, I'm and we'll get to this but I think our cases are about to dip because we hit about 3,200 in one day and mm -hmm. then 3,000 we're still like 2,500. So I think we hit our peak and now we're coming back down. Anyways, he threw around 3,000 as a number and I was kind of like, well, didn't we hit 3,000 cases, you know? Yeah, you know? right. So anyways, it, 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 it's one, and, I, and now his health official wasn't there. She was out doing something else, but that's, we've kind of asked like, what's, what's your number? Like what? Yeah. <laughs> right, uh, right. Um, so anyways um and then again you know it goes back to the question of are we counting those out-of-staters that are here because then yeah anyways um yeah my big takeaway i guess zach and i'll let you you can see my notes here um my big takeaway is he was asked again about you know the county health officials have are pushing him to mm -hmm. uh, do a mask mandate and he said and he said multiple times you know because the school districts have done this right uh, mass mandates and then the school districts kind of have their own quarantining you know however they want to do stuff uh -huh. he's yeah. like hey if you're counting you want to do it which albany county laramie county's already done it yeah he's like yeah do it he's like i will support you and i'm like yes that's that's i think that's fair 
So I was glad he said that because in regards to when people are listening to this, hopefully Monday or Tuesday, because he, he's not going to give anything this week. I think he's going to give something before Thanksgiving. Um, Mm -hmm. Now he did say we will make change. This is how he said it. We will make changes. There will be changes. So who knows? Shoot Monday. He could come out and do a mass mandate, but I think the first step he's going to do is, counties if you want to go for it and i will support you and then maybe do some phases right um right so anyways that's um that's kind of what i got from his briefing zach um what are your initial uh reactions yeah no i i i appreciate that the governor has held off as as much as possible with the you know statewide mask mandate um you know let the counties decide again i think um you know, we'll all support that. If the counties want to do that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do want to say you and I have been advocates of wearing masks. You know, maybe we don't like it, but we recognize that they work in preventing the spread. Um, and so the governor, I think, is right to to point fingers a little bit and say, hey, we need to be, you know, regardless, do what do what you uh, do, what's right, um, basically. Um, yeah. But again, you know, good questions that you've brought up here. Um, are these, you know, how many out-of-state patients are we receiving and how many of them are contributing to that overburdening of our hospitals? Uh, so I, I think we need a number on that. Um, again, we need to, we need to know, uh, uh, where else did you talk about that? Just in the, the number of cases that we have, how many of those are the out-of-state uh, people. Um, are we counting people who were maybe got tested here and then ended up, you know, as they were traveling, you know, decided they needed to get tested and then ended up going back? Are they, are they still in the count? Um, so those are all really good questions that we, I think we need to see answers to. Um, yeah. 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 You have something else? Uh, no, I did. I found on, uh, maybe we can post this on the website, just the governor's uh, orders, just the, um, they're effective starting tomorrow, the 16th, um, and they'll run up to the 23rd. So they'll be active for a week. Um, but it just uh, looks at restaurants and all that stuff. So I'll, I'll copy it and we can maybe just share it. Yeah, we'll put that up. I wonder if, I wonder if, uh, I, I, I'm going to bet this week he's going to do you know, whatever, you know, the, the last phase we had, right. You know, kind of mm-hmm. go back to that phase would be my guess. Um, yeah. Um, what was I going to, uh, I had something else too, that I thought about. Um, he mentioned, uh, this is what, you know, cause the masks work, he brought up schools, the school system, right. You know, we haven't seen major outbreaks in our schools. Um, now he did mention he's like he's like I'm not gonna say that's a cause and effect right that we have a mask mandate, um, but I think it is it is important to point out and he mentioned this that you know where the youth are where we're being protective of our youth for some reason there's no outbreaks where the outbreaks are happening are obviously assisted living nursing homes elderly. Um, and so, you know, I feel his pain on like, there's not a real like, how do you, you know, for some reason, those are getting hit hard, even though they probably have the same precautions as the schools. 
Um, and so anyway, so I, I thought that was interesting that he did bring that up. Um, and, uh, you know, I, again, it's, it, I think that's the biggest question is how many people are coming from out of state, you know, um, has he thought like, not that I want to, um, not that I want to close our borders by any means. Right. But I would think that'd be our first step before shutting our businesses down would be, I don't know. That's just my, um, yeah. What's your thought on that? Cause Zach, cause here's a, you know, you're in, you're in Montana. I mean, you are a resident here, but mm -hmm. that, that brings in question of, okay, what do we do with you? Like, do you have to quarantine then for two weeks? You know, even though you're getting tested multiple times. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, I mean, that's a good point too. You know, when do we, if it gets to that point where we can't anymore, um, yeah, do we consider shutting down the borders to the state or do we uh, shut down businesses? Um, and I think, you know, I think we, I think it's worth looking at considering uh, shutting down the state borders first. Um, I, you know, uh, for myself, <laughs> um, it's it is going to be kind of hard for the next couple months, you know, depending on how long that shutdown would be. Um, there'll be times where I'm going to have to come back to Bozeman and then back to to Sheridan uh, in the the next couple months. So, um, yeah, it it's I mean these are all good questions that we sh you know have have they considered this? Have they talked about it? What are what are they they thinking about? So yep, and and he's and I think he's I think his orders now. Are going to be weekly you know it used it, it was to every two weeks now it's gonna be weekly um i'm yeah. looking at his orders that you just sent over so yeah. he's kind of going back to uh kind of the the reopen phase that we had late in the summer mm -hmm. um i think that's fine it's not going to really change a whole lot in my opinion yeah it might change some restaurants you know if they're large capacity they're going to have to change that but right um we'll post this up on the website. Uh, so we'll have that up on the website, but, um, well, that's it, Zach. I just, we wanted to give everyone an update here at the end of our, our episode. Um, and, uh, any, any last things there, Zach? No, you know, I think, uh, you know, we're going into the holidays and I know we all are, you know, want to be with our families and we definitely should take this time and, and, you know, just enjoy being in uh, with each other, but let's also be, be smart about it too. Um, you know, let's the Christmas strolls running all day. So let's make sure that we're, you know, uh, just those kind of things, you know, let's keep, let's be conscientious about where we're going and what we're doing. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll piggyback that just to finish out Zach. Um, I probably will not see anybody on my, my dad's side. Um, my dad had a heart attack. Um, and that's a whole different story about COVID, but um, I called him up, asked him how he's doing. And then I was kind of like, what are we doing for Thanksgiving? You know, what's kind of the plan? And he's kind of like, you know, he's like, I'm just going to stay in. We're not going to go see anybody. His sister, my, my aunt, she's been battling cancer. So like, they're probably not going to, we're not going to get together with her. And then my uncle's older than my dad. So it's kind of like, we're all just, so it sucks, you know, and it's, you know, I'd love to see them all, but it's also, we're all making the decision of, you know what? we're not going to do any big gatherings this year um, and, and kind of stay to ourselves. So, right. you know, 
do the right thing, you know, and, uh, and just take precautions and, you know, it's not like I'm not going to go see them, but we're just not going to have that gathering, you know? And so that's just how it's going to be. And anyways, um, well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the end of this, this episode, everybody. Uh, sorry, we, uh, but we wanted to give you this update, uh, before, um, anything changes on Monday the 16th, but, uh, um, thanks again for listening. Uh, we're on uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, Zach's holding down the Twitter uh, Twitter account there for us. Um, please like, share, and subscribe. Uh, comment on our stuff. Give us a review. If you don't like what we say, let us know. If you do like what we're talking about, let us know. Um, if you don't enjoy listening to this, uh, don't listen to us and uh, forget it ever happened. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Zach, uh, thanks for jumping on, man, and um, we'll uh, we'll catch everyone next time. Yeah, sounds good.